All right, guys, welcome to episode 20 of the Self Love Effect podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Toppings. I don't know why I almost stuttered on saying the name of the podcast episode. Like I was trying to think of it. Like, did I say it wrong? But anyways, um, loopy over here. But welcome to episode 20. I cannot believe that we're already 20 episodes in. So it feels like it's moving so fast. The year's flying by. But wanted to read you guys a quick poem before I introduce my very special guest today. So the poem is by, again, it's by Define Me, Divine Me by Phoebe Garnsworthy. And I absolutely am in love with all her poems. Um, So it's called Surrender. With every breath, I become more myself, more me, more in touch with the divine within. I inhale confidence and wisdom. As I open the channel to my intuition, as I exhale, I release anything that holds me back from being true to me. All the limiting beliefs, the grief, the lies I tell myself, I let go of all the things causing me unhappiness and pain. With each breath, I gift myself peace and harmony, surrendering wholeheartedly into myself to love and closer towards my dreams. All right. And just really quick, let's, since we're already um, right here at this moment, I want you guys to close your eyes and repeat after me. I love myself. I am enough just as I am. My past mistakes do not define me. I deserve to feel at peace. Loving myself is not selfish. I will commit to showing myself forgiveness and kindness. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Okay. Now that I remember the name of the podcast and we're flowing, I wanted to officially introduce my very special guest. And for those of you listening that are a part of the street parking community, you guys know her, you guys love her. Um, she goes by fit mama to strong girls. And so with me today, I have my special guest, Shelly Henderson. She is an amazing mom, friend, woman, wife, uh, daughter. I really am inspired by her on a daily basis, not just through motivation, but the kind hearted person she is. Um, I do appreciate her. I appreciate you and just someone I could talk to, especially last year, um, being as crazy as it was. But you're just such a kind soul everything about you is just like, you're just so magical. Um, you're just so sweet and I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. So thank you so much for saying yes and for being a part of the self love effect. So I'm so honored to be here. I'm so glad that you asked. Yeah. So, um, I know you, you're an RN, so I really just wanted to take this time to say thank you for everything you did last year. Um, and just being so selfless in your job and putting yourself at the forefront. And thank you to anybody that's listening that is a nurse or a doctor and just, you know, being there for all of us during such a hard time. Um, but yeah, so ah, um, I'm happy to have you. I'm already over here speechless. I, I'm like, okay. Um, but I feel like 
when people like you're one of those people that people come across and like they're so inspired by you you have this drive this motivation and everything you do you're a mom um and you know you showcase to them as girls you know to be comfortable in their own skin to appreciate their body to be in love with who they are um so i really you know as we sit here today and conversate um I just want you to feel free to say whatever is on your heart, but really share with us your self-love journey and um, yeah. So how it started and what got you to the point you are now, because I just see you and you're always just so happy and you're just so, you know, it's so you could tell that you're so free and um, it's liberating to be at that spot uh, mentally. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have quite quite the journey. I mean, I think like most kids, girls, I don't know, childhood of, I was a chunky kid, um, made fun of and, you know, that kind of destroys you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, definitely wasn't an athletic person growing up. Didn't ever, I mean, I did sports when I was little, like youth sports, I guess, mm. but nothing in middle middle school or high school or anything like that. So um, it really started in high school. Um, my fitness journey wise, I started, you know, kind of walking with my mom and uh, I went to college when, you know, spin class and body pump and all that was a thing. Mm -hmm. So signed up and did that. Um, and I dated a boy all through college and we got married and we were not married for very long. We got divorced. And, um, I think that I didn't ever really love myself all through that time. And I think, I think once I got divorced, I could really start focusing on me and what was going on there. Um, if that makes sense. So I feel like my self-love journey started after that horrible time in my life and horrible because it was a divorce. He was a very good person. We just weren't meant to be. So mm -hmm. that's my disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not talking smack or anything about it. Um, we just weren't meant to be. So I think that my self-love journey really kind of started then in you know, I, I went to church growing up, but I think during that time of focus on myself, it was also about finding myself in God. And, mm -hmm. um, that figuring out how to be forgiven, not just by him, but from me. Mm -hmm. So I'm a firm believer, which it's taken me a long time. Um, but I'm a firm believer, you know, don't, don't let your past dictate you. And even though you're going through a hard time, good things will happen. And so you fast forward, wonderful husband and three beautiful children. And, um, I really think, you know, when I met my husband about 10 years ago, he, he, he made me feel wanted. And I think that that helps spark 
mm-hmm. the self-love. I mean, you want to feel wanted by everyone, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to feel like you matter, like yes, you know, you're no, enough. Yeah. And I think that someone loving you first for who you are helps direct you for you loving yourself for mm. who you are. So um, I would say that that is kind of my journey per se. And um, so we got married and we struggled getting pregnant. And so there was a lot of beating yourself up and I'm broken and I'm the reason we can't have kids. And then surprise, we had twin girls and fertility treatments work, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. If you're, if you're struggling, just you're not broken and they work and God's timing is really what you have to focus on. So his timing was perfect. And we had our two girls and they made me love myself more than anything because I just you don't want your kids to grow up thinking negative thoughts about themselves and they don't and you it it comes from the home so they don't need to hear me say oh my gosh I look terrible today or that number on the scale Mm. or I mean no they just don't need it so I really started, stopped the negative talk after I had my twins. And I was just like, it just won't be in the house. I need to say something then maybe I can go to the car. But, but then, you know, you stop saying it and it stops becoming a part of your daily habit. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, oh, yeah, you're right. So <laughs> my, my, my girls and then my singleton I can't forget her because she's just a spitfire and she definitely <laughs> makes makes everything better makes me better makes me a better mom for sure but she's just you know I think being a mom to girls really just opens your eyes to oh goodness I don't want them to ever talk to themselves like I've talked to myself right don't ever hurt hurt yourself like that and don't let other people hurt you just yeah, you know, I want to raise strong, strong-willed with yes. women. So that's that's been a big self-love. My kids, yeah, my kids for sure. Yeah, and you can you can really see that, especially like in you guys' workout videos. Like if the twins or aren't there, twins aren't there. She's you know your little ones there, but. they're always so involved and it really is just a part of their lifestyle. It's not something that's forced and it's not something that comes to you that you're forced to do it, but, you know, just adapting those healthy, um, like a healthy lifestyle rather than focusing on their looks or your body has to look like this. So your body has to look like that. And, you know, um, weight weight and stuff like that just isn't even discussed mm -hmm. in the house it's just we're working out because it's good for us Mm -hmm. it's healthy for us and it's healthy for you to you know live an active lifestyle and sometimes I wish wish they weren't so involved in the gym sometimes (laughs) I want a moment of peace but but they love it and I it's just like come on girls come in here and let's do it 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, mommy wants to listen to Eminem today. Okay, yeah, just let her listen to Eminem. Please, it's not a Moana workout today. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, yeah, I love it. I love seeing you guys. And um, but let's rewind back to how did you get through that time period? Um, that you were having issues, um, you know, have becoming pregnant and, you know, feeling a sense like, Oh, it's my fault. I'm broken. Um, there has been a couple, and I'm asking because there is a few women that I know personally that do listen to this podcast and are either, um, suffering through that or have suffered. And, uh, I feel like that in today's society too, you hear about it more and more and more, but how were you able to, um, get through that and you know know it's going to be okay or was there anything that you kind of told yourself to get through that you know to become in a healthier mindset versus you know hating yourself for the rest of your life yeah so i mean a lot of time in prayer uh, a lot of time in prayer a lot of time with we did this quietly and then finally i was like Jake, we have to tell our parents and we have to tell your parents and we have to tell my parents because I need support. Yeah. And so kind of, because you, you're, you do feel broken and like embarrassed that, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't conceive like I should be able to, but that's not the case. And when I was going through it, I do feel like people just didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And once I, once I said something about, oh, you know, everyone wants to know, oh, do twins run into your family? Oh, well, no, we had to do fertility. Oh, you did? And then like the floodgates start started opening up. All these people started coming to me. I'm like, oh, I wish I I wish I had, had this when I was yeah. going <laughs> like so, but for me personally, it was it was a lot of prayer, a lot of support from my parents and Jake's parents and um friends who knew we we were really struggling and just, I really had to know that it is God's timing and that good things do happen in the rainstorm. And if we hadn't had to go through all that, we wouldn't have two beautiful, very different looking twin girls. (laughs) I mean, so I just, for those going through it, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I always say God is good. And in everything bad, there is some sort of good to come from it, whether it is, Hey, you get pregnant or, or Hey, you can be the voice to someone who's going through it and connect with people and help them in that way. Yeah. Like a me too movement. Like you're not, yeah, you're not alone. Like I'm here. Um, and I feel like that. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Just sharing your story helps open up so much. Yeah. Cause if I honestly, one never thought you were divorced once Two, like, <laughs> Oh, like she, she's like, you know, like I told you earlier before we started recording, like, oh, if you come across your Instagram, you're like, oh, she, her life's just like 
just picture perfect, but we don't realize like, oh, like you had struggled conceiving, like, you know, you were married previously until you found your Prince Charming, but things like that, that sharing your story makes other people know that they're not alone, that it's okay, me too. And then it's kind of like when they see someone like you or maybe her or him, whatever, um, they're like, wow. So I am deserving. I am enough. Like it gets better. It can get better, but you have to be willing um, and really just, you know, be have, live in a positive mindset, whether it's prayer or if you decide, you know, whatever higher power you believe in um, to continue forward. But yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like sharing our stories is just, I feel like the more and more we share, the more and more people are like, ah, oh, yeah. Like, right. Oh like gosh. I don't need to give up. Uh huh. I can do this. Uh huh. Like it's as simple as even like these like reels or these TikToks. I think it's so funny. Cause like, there's lots of them, whether they're funny or like inspirational, I'm like, I do that too. Like, right. You do that. Like, what the, I was like, there's way more people that do this. It's way more common. Like, or, and a lot of the time it's like, a lot of women do that. I do it too. Like this whole time I thought I was weird. Um, or I was just different. And then, you know, right. it's little things like that. And I was telling my husband, I was like, yeah, sometimes they're a little outrageous. Like these, you know, I like these dances and stuff, but the, the ones that are like, they're actually like talking or they're doing something funny and like, they're talking through it. I'm like, oh yeah. It's like humans don't realize, like we don't realize how much in common we have. Right. And it's like, if we all just came to realize like, Hey, we're not so different. We're not different. Whether it's like the color of our skin or the color of our hair, the color of our shoes, the color of our dress, color of our pants, whatever, that we are so much more alike. And we just really need that comfort in knowing that you are also just like me. Um, right. And so, and I, I wholeheartedly believe people don't connect over having perfect lives. Mm -hmm. They don't. Everyone has a story and no one's life is without faults or difficulties. Just everyone's difficulties are different. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you practice self-love? So I work out, mm -hmm. obviously. <laughs> you follow my, if anyone follows my account, I obviously work out like, you know, six days a week. Um, and I do not 90% of the time, cause there's no way I will ever be a hundred percent, but 90% of the time I do not talk negatively about myself. Um, the scale has disappeared from this house a long time ago because a number will not yes. define me. Actually, was gonna get on it for Jacked by June, and I was like, "Oh shoot, it's broken." Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I was kind, I was kind of glad. Um, and you know, I I get up every morning before my kids get up, and if I don't have at least an hour, then it might be a rocky day. Um, but I get up every morning and I spend time with my devotional and. I, you guys know, I Instagram it. I Instagram my thoughts mm -hmm. about my devotional. 
not only it was you actually, Desiree, <laughs> we discussed this about during COVID, like, you know what, my goal is going to be to wake up and have my devotional time, at least on my days off. And you were like, well, I mean, I think you can make it on your days you work too. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to start with just my days <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and then I was like, no, I can do it on the days I work. Uh-huh. She's right. And so I've just made it a daily practice and, you know, it's really posting it to you guys holds me a little bit accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh goodness, I better get up and do that. Whether yeah. people read it or not, I actually right. just enjoy journaling my thoughts and it's a way for me to keep it because it's, you know, on the internet forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I love that. And I love that you share. I personally do read it <laughs> when you post, <laughs> but in, in, in reality, these social media outlets are a journal. It's like a free journal space in this internet bubble. And it's a showcase in our life, like obviously whatever we want to show, but yeah, it is journaling. And, um, yeah, I, I was sitting here. I'm like, wait a minute. It is journal. I, <laughs> but yeah, right. I think it's like, a beautiful I idea. Connected yeah. until just now. Like, it is my form. It's my yes. form of journaling in my Bible. I just journal on Instagram. Yeah. Whether you're working out, you're sharing on your stories, but it is a way of journaling or blogging, yeah. whatever you want to say. I mean, I guess like, but I feel like it's a journal, your own personal journal. You can look back. Uh, they're all saved, right? All the videos, all the pictures, and kind of that's why I get so freaked out sometimes. I'm like, okay what happens if my Instagram disappears? My words disappear. Right. This is my journal. It's a journal. It's a diary, but you're sharing right. it with the world, with other people, what you have going on in your head and where you, your heart or what you feel. Um, yeah. But there was something I really wanted to hit on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> on let's, this podcast. <laughs> yes. On this podcast. And, ha- um, because when I look to you, um, you know, and we, we use the word motivation and I don't like the word motivation because it comes and it goes, it, it's not something that right. sticks. Um, but you are a very driven and disciplined person. And so I'm not sure if you get this question a lot, but how do you stay so consistent? So, I mean, you can go and kind of tell everybody about your, um, your kind of whole, your fitness, um, journey. Cause I feel like obviously that too kind of like plays a part in like self-love and self-acceptance. Cause when you're vibrating at this higher level, everything, you just feel good about yourself. You feel good about what you're doing. Um, but on, even the photos you show, you know, of your journey, you're the fittest you've ever been currently right now. And I see it. I mean, holy abs, um, holy quads, <laughs> Like you are killing it every single day. So. Uh, I, yeah. So this is, you're right. The fittest I've ever been in my life. Cause like I said before, you know, I wasn't, I was never an athlete. I did things to try and stay in shape growing up and about, you know, I feel like when CrossFit first became big. So around 2010 or when it became big in my town. Mm-hmm. My mom took me to a CrossFit box and she was like, you need to try this. And I fell in love and I was like, okay. 
Um, and then really not long after I started CrossFit, I met Jake, my husband, and you know, I couldn't afford a CrossFit gym anymore. So we just started kind of building the garage gym up. So I've literally been um, working out in my garage since it was mm-hmm. 2011, since it before it was cool. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Um, <laughs> I mean, we registered at Rogue before we got married and got some gym equipment that way. That's and cool. yeah, my cousins moved here from Florida, uh, from California, sorry, from your neck of the woods. And we know no one likes California right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, it used to be my favorite vacation I spot know. when they lived there. <laughs> um, but so somehow, and I just posted a picture of this recently in my stories, but somehow they convinced me to do a bikini competition. Oh. And girl, there was, I don't even know how I did it, but <laughs> it, it's just, my starting point was not the best fitness I've ever been. So mm. anyway, so that, I think that really jump kicked, okay, I need, we're going to eat healthy and we're going to work out and we're going to do this. And at that point, it wasn't about winning the competition because Lord knows I wasn't going to, but it was about having the confidence to get on that stage and do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I did it and I will never do another one, but you know, we had fun <laughs> and they, they, they jump started what it is to eat healthy. And so fast forward from that, cause I feel like that's when I really started focusing on my fitness and health. And then we CrossFit coached for about a year and I got, I mean, I've just consistently worked out with the CrossFit style workouts since 2010 um, because I like them. They're short. I don't yeah. have to spend hours out there. And especially now I know I don't need to spend hours out there because when we were coaches, you know, we probably spent forever in the gym and I think really the turning point was after I had my twins, I had abs. I never had abs before I had my twins. And somehow, I I don't know if the fertility treatments got my hormones back in balance (laughs) or what. I mean, I don't know. But but then I thought to myself, oh my gosh, the past five years has really started to show like consistency is key. You're not going to see results two weeks from when you started or six months, or, I mean, you might see some, yeah, but I didn't see, I didn't see any progress until I feel like after I had my, my kids, when I became a mom. Yeah. And I think, Amen to that. And you know what I think <laughs> that it is? I stopped caring so much about what my body looked like. Because I was chasing, chasing these tiny two little humans around and I just wanted to work out so that I could keep up with them and be a healthy mom. So my mindset changed. It was all about my kids and I just want to be healthy and I'm going to not do more than 55 pounds on my bar ever again. And I'm going to run because I like it. And so for me, I went lighter and more cardio and I like those style workouts. And then 
called Spitfire Vivian and found street parking and mind was blown. Yeah. Like, you know, I, you're in the postpartum and you never feel good about yourself. At least I didn't. No, I, same here. Um, you know, when you're pregnant, you're like, okay, I'm growing a human being. I've got this. <laughs> I feel there's a hard, there's a hard baby in here. But you know, your, your postpartum, you start to really struggle. And I, and I was struggling for sure. And I, I looked at Jake and I just said, I came, you know, I followed Miranda forever, but I came across it and was like, I'm going to try it. I mean, I'm five months, I think postpartum, I'm going to sign up. It was the December, get December, get January free Mm, deal. Okay. I won't ever forget it. So buy a month, get a month free. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I bought the template and I signed up for the first challenge and I was probably way in over my head, Mm -hmm. but God bless those (laughs) Molly who answered all my breastfeeding (laughs) questions and just, I mean, that's when my relationship with food, I would say really got good too. And I'm sorry, I feel like I'm like all over the place, but that's pretty much how my story is. It's like all over the place, but, um, Mm. Definitely template eating gave me a healthy relationship with food. You know, there were times in life where I would just not eat Mm -hmm. or not eat enough or things like that, not fueling my body appropriately, which is also probably why all that working out wasn't doing what it should because I wasn't fueling myself appropriately. So when I started template and street parking workouts. I was like, you know what? Molly and Miranda are over here crushing it. They're moms and they're in the gym for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> right. You need. Right. So, I mean, they really do speak to you when, especially they had just had babies too. Like I was mm-hmm. kind of tracking along with them. And so I started the template and I was like, this is so much food. Like I'm going to get mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. get fat. Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> it is hard. The first two weeks are so hard. Yeah. I'm like, this is so much food. I, they've lost their mind. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. And you know, my husband's like, you know, I think you can do it. And, I'm, and, and no, it wasn't that first challenge. I was a hot mess. Cause I was like, what am I doing? This is so much food. Okay. I'm going to, and then I finished the challenge and I took something from it. And then, you know, each challenge I've taken a healthy habit from it. And that's exactly what my motivation in quotes, because I'm with you. Motivation is ebb and flow. Um, So it's habits Mm. and my habit is to work out because I know that it makes me feel mentally better, physically better, emotionally better. Um, it makes me a better mom. It makes me a better wife. So, yeah. So I know, do you think I have motivation to work out at 4am before I go to a 12 hour shift? Heck no, (laughs) but I, it is a habit and I roll out of that bed and I will literally sit on the demon bike for five minutes and just wake myself up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my and gosh. 
and just I'm like okay I'm gonna do this because you know what if I don't do this the day's gonna suck yeah at least I can get this and do something for me and make me feel good before I go to work and take care of everyone else right because I mean it's I just I will not do it after work so for me it's it's habit formation and habits don't all come at one time Mm -hmm. they're built slowly over time when you look at my Instagram you can tell you can see I've been slowly building over the past 10 11 years even longer I mean I gave up coke a long time ago like maybe when I was in college or something but like that was probably the first healthy habit that really started okay you know what I'm gonna give up coke and that's a hard one for a lot of people yeah and and then I just like never went back to it okay I can do this so like picking one thing and forming the habit and then add to it I think people get so overwhelmed and think yeah, like motivation is the drive. No, that's not it at all. Right. It's it really is forming habits and mm. picking one thing to focus on and get the habit and then add to it. That's what I tell I tell people all the time. Oh my gosh. They'll be like, Oh, your workouts look so hard. And I'm like, but I'm not asking you to do my workouts. Like go ride the bike for mm. five minutes or go for a walk for five minutes or just start small. Because those small things compile and you will succeed. Yeah. If you can do the small things and then build to the big. Right. Right. I hope that, I don't know if that answered your question. No, it did. (laughs) I think a lot of us, and I speak from like prior days, but that we depend on motivation to achieve our goals. Um, we depend on motivation to hit our goals, whether it's in our business, our personal lives, our workouts. Um, but what we're missing is really the key word. And I was telling you this earlier is drive. Um, so I tell right. people what you're searching for is not motivation. What you're searching for is drive. And then like, I like to use analogies and I heard this analogy once where like, let's say, we're sitting at it. We've all been camping, right? Well, at least I don't know. I have, but so we're all camping around the campfire or even at home, a bonfire and we go motivation ignites the spark. Okay. But what keeps that fire burning is that big log sitting right in the center. And that's drive drive is what's going to keep you going and keep you fired up. Yeah, let's do this. Or another analogy I've heard before is like, you know, when we see moms in movies, like the horror movie where, or the suspense movie, I should say suspense, not horror, um, you know, their, her child gets kidnapped and this mother, you could see that look in her face. She's so driven to get her kids back. She's going to get them back, whether it's the last thing she does on this earth. And you could see just driving a person is so different. So when I look at you, I'm like, she's not motivated because motivation comes and goes. It's very fickle. And who says, um, Jocko Willick says motivation is fickle, but you 
whether you feel like it or not, you're going to roll out of that bed at 4 a.m. And what sets you apart is drive. So, um, you know, drive comes when a person's very passionate about what they're doing. Um, because they know at the end of the day, like you said, it's going to make you a better person. You work out because you feel better. Um, those around you are going to impact, be impacted positively. Um, and your kids know it too. Kids are like open book. They know when you're a different person, what's wrong, mommy, mommy, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, right. But, um, I, I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty, I, I don't, I feel like stubborn is such a negative word, but I just, um, I have a no quit attitude and yeah. it, you know, if you fell, you get up and you try again. And that's just how I was raised. Um, you're going to get knocked down and you're just going to have to get back up. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's part of the drive, you know? Yeah. Maybe I didn't. And, you know, I, I know it's very controversial of working out to look fit or feel fit in your body. Um, I don't necessarily think, you know, if your goal is to lose five pounds and that will help you, then, you know, more power to you, but don't let that make you hate your, don't let that extra five pounds mm-hmm. make you hate yourself. If that's, you see what I'm saying? Yes. No, like, no. so maybe what my drive was initially was, okay, I want to be, I want to look more fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so maybe that drive helped me form my habits, but now that I have my habits, it's just because it mentally makes me feel like a better person. Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about appearance anymore. It's more about mental health, I think. And um, mental health and living a healthy lifestyle for my kids to see. And that hard work, it teaches them hard work. Yeah. No. Um, and whatever they end up doing in life, they know that not just hard work, but they have to be disciplined. They have to be driven to success, like to succeed in this life. You have to be driven. You can't just wake up one day. And like I was telling you earlier, we, I mean, you can't just depend on social media to scroll and see somebody working out to be motivated. Um, you know, drive pulls you obviously, um, it pulls you to the things you want naturally. Like you're going to get there because you're like gravitating towards it. Like you're driven, but motivation is like, you're forcing it. So if like, I'm like, obviously if I'm not feeling motivated and I go and search and search, I'm being, I'm forcing, I'm forcing the habit that I'm trying to create. But like you said, habits don't happen overnight. You have to make a commitment, a consistent commitment when you don't feel like it especially the most to get up and to get going, whatever, whatever your goal is, but like with working out at 4am in the morning, uh, before a shift or after a shift, I mean, I'm sure it is exhausting, but because you already created that foundation and built those healthy habits, well, it's easier to, Hey, there's my workout clothes. Let's put them on. Let's get going versus five more minutes, an hour later, 
okay, I guess I'll get up now. Oh, I don't have time to work out. I got to go to work. I got to get going. You know, it's those little things where you have to create that momentum. And really, I, I like that you had said that because I've never seen it that way said, broken down, but it is a habit. It's in, in, yeah, drive is forms of habits. You have to be driven to create those habits and to be right. consistent with them. Yeah. And I think, you know, as our fearless Miranda says, mm -hmm. more than nothing is a thing. Mm -hmm. More than nothing can be a life changer. And I think that people don't believe it. People don't believe, well, if I'm not going an hour in the gym, then I'm not doing anything. Well, that's not true. More than nothing can really start forming some great, amazing habits for you. And, you know, I think I'm glad you brought this up. I think the problem in society is that we speculate too much. Um, we're very judgmental creatures. And so we like, let's say someone doesn't know who Miranda is and they come across her page and they keep scrolling all the way to the bottom and they're like, well, she's always been fit. Of course, she's going to look like that running a business um, more than nothing doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't exist. Uh, that's just for likes or whatever people come up with in their head. But um, no, I think it does work because like, again, if you don't feel like doing it, that's where more than nothing comes in. That's all you had that day, but you're getting up, whether it's in the evening or in the morning, and you're still putting in that effort, then long-term it accumulates. It's like gradually those days that you felt like it was hard are now easy. Uh, so more than anything, I feel like too is a foundation that you be built on to create good habits long-term, um, but also give you that oomph that you need on the days that you don't feel like it. Um, Cause there's days where I don't feel like it. I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to go barefoot in the garage and do the kettlebell workout for Saturday. And it's a Tuesday, but a hundred percent of the time, cause not 99, a hundred percent of the time I wake up the next day and I feel better than ever. Cause I'm like, I worked right. out yesterday and I feel good because it helps me feel good. It's not because I'm trying to get on the scale and weigh a certain number. It's because you know, it makes me feel good mentally. And it really is, I feel like, like a mental detox every time. Like that's my pre-workout is working out. <laughs> it's like, that's my medicine. Right. Um, yeah. I think it's good I for mean, people. Same here, girl. It's my medicine too. And it's just, you know, I just, I just grew up in a household that hard work is what pays off, I guess. Yeah. So I think that's my, you know, my no quit attitude and my, mm. you, you, you can look at people's IG pages and be like, Oh, mm -hmm. their life is so perfect. But I am one to try and be pretty transparent. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I I'm an open book, you know, I answer yeah. all questions, but, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of hard work yeah. and and staying in a, I mean, I am a routine person. My routine saves me more, more often than not. So, which is my habit. So yeah, I, that more than nothing helps keep you with your habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
No, and I feel like being just like in that state and like those habits and that routine obviously keeps you grounded in this journey that you're living whether you know because it's ever changing we don't sometimes we wake up and we don't like what we see but there's always things we need to work on but i feel like when you're at a you know the peak or at the best mentally i should say um you just show up better for you and i feel like as you gradually go on and you're a better role model for your kids. You're a better wife. You're a better daughter. Uh, you show up and you're just like ready to conquer the world every single day. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's really, I feel like the same way we see fitness as, um, you know, like something we need to do. Like we also need to work on our mental health. We also need to work on ourselves. So if we can use those same little habits, you know, you know, um, yeah, it could be to be consistent. Um, it's kind of like the same message and you see it everywhere. Like when you listen to motivational speakers or whatever, it's like, oh, how do you attain your goals? How to reach them? And it's like those little goals, like you have to also use within yourself to get to where you're going internally, because that's where it really starts. And then you're able to create these you know, whether habits, whether it's like graduating college or um, working out every day and being the fittest you've ever been, or I don't know, whatever your, your goals you're trying to attain or trying to achieve. But yeah, I feel like if we just translate, like convert that, because more than nothing can be with yourself too. Like you might not feel like loving yourself today, but if you go in front of that mirror and you're like, you're beautiful, um, I'm awake today, you know, um, I don't know, whatever you feel like saying to yourself, I feel like that also builds on that foundation. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I, last year, I, I made a goal to read, you know, a book a month and it was like, okay, I'm going to read before I go to bed every night. And some nights it's just one page, but you know what? It was more than nothing. And I read that one page. I mean, it, it also makes you aware that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Even when you're tired, you can do it. Even if it's just one page, you're still doing it. And that makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times have we really said those phrases in our life? Like, more, oh, it's more than nothing, or it's better than never, like ever. Like we say them right? all the time, and we yes. ju- it just doesn't. It, I mean, it didn't click for me until obviously Miranda started her more than nothing. But it's like it doesn't have to be spectacular, guys. It doesn't have to be this like overnight sensation. Like it's literally right. as much as you could do at that point, and if it's not much it's okay. Cause at least you did it. At least you tried, at least you put in the effort. And then over time, those little efforts build on top of each other and compile and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then like you wake up one day and you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm a different person. Like, how did I get here? Right. Yeah. That's how I feel some days. I'm like, how did I, how did I even get here? Like, am I this person? (laughs) That's what it is. It's like these small moments that have happened Mm -hmm. through time that have just built. And you're just like, 
yeah, I'm not going to talk to myself that way. Or no, I'm not going to let anyone talk to me that way. Or, you know, I don't want my kids to hear you say, oh, I look terrible. Like, no. Is there anything that you do with your girls other than like, obviously healthy habits with working out, but is there anything like self-love that you might incorporate into their day? Like that maybe they don't understand exactly what's going on, but you do it. So like, I don't know if like you tell them, Oh, tell yourselves you, I love you or something like that. Like, I don't, I I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Um, is there anything you do with them? I, I probably don't have them say it to themselves Uh per se, but I, I always make sure to tell them they look beautiful. Mm -hmm every day they look beautiful and that they're kind I just speak very positively to them about who they are as people and how they appear and um you know we praise them in different ways but you know that would be something really good to to do I mean we talk about things I just can't think of things that I tell them to say to each other, but I do just, I always just tell them, you know, you're beautiful and you're kind and you're literally the sweetest girls that we know. And, um, so that's, that's pretty much what we do, Yeah, but I do, I just make it a point to compliment them, um, and encourage them. Obviously I'm a huge encourager to try things and to not give up even when I just want to, I just want to fix it for them or buckle the mm-hmm. seatbelt for them. Cause it's going to go so much faster. Yeah. And yeah. Just, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. do it. You know, I'm, I'm definitely their biggest cheerleader, <laughs> but you know, maybe I will look in, look into thinking of things they could say. I know that you and Lily do the, in the mirror talk. Yeah. So she likes it. I love that a lot. She, she, yeah. And it's just so funny because every time, like, my husband always seems like it's a big deal, like, makes a big deal. Like, did you see her? Like, she was like kissing herself and like talking to herself and being like, I'm so beautiful. And like, I, I'm like, I know because she's already a strong willed person. Like, she's very like headstrong. Like, she has to have it this way or, you know, um, but seeing her, I know it's going to, long-term, it's going to impact her life in a great way. Because um, it starts really as young, you know, the moment we come out. And it's like we're thrown all these things left and right. And, um, you know, we build on these limiting beliefs. And sometimes they get worse over time and they lead us to down a negative path but if i could stop that now you know or make at least make a difference now um i feel like long term it will make her a better person within herself so uh, well at least i hope and i always pray i will say so um i love that i really do we i need to i need to think about that i do say to them you do you girls oh and like this is this is a huge thing. We live, we live next to my brother. And so mm-hmm. my niece is 
my niece and nephew are over all the time. And this weekend, my niece wanted one of my twins, Millie, to do something. And I could tell she just didn't want to. And I just go, sis, you do you. (laughs) And Millie just looked at my niece and she said, you know what? My mama said, you do you. And I said, that's right, sis, you do you. And like, I didn't really think about it until you asked me that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yes, girl, do like you do you. It made me so proud that she was just like, it empowered her to say no Mm. and, and not conform Mm. to what everyone else is doing and just to do what she wanted to do. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. I feel like if that's one of the hardest things about being human is our tendency to say yes and how hard it is sometimes to say no, like, You know, we give in to either peer pressure or even as adults uh, or, you know, I was talking about this with Meg on our podcast that I have a tendency to elaborate like why I didn't get to do this or why I didn't call you back or why I didn't text you back. I'm like, I need to stop explaining myself. Um, I think we like it, it and it's okay to be busy. It's okay to have all these things going on. But there's no one you have to explain yourself to other than yourself because you know your heart, you know where you're at. But I think if too, if we could teach our kids at a young age to to do them, there's no if to say no, because no is very hard. I mean, yeah, if you're a kid and your parents keep telling you to clean your room, you're like, no, I don't want to. It's a little different than when you're right. older and you're being peer pressured and it's like, ah, oh, just say yes. Okay, yes. Like it seems harder as we get older to say no. But I I really love that. You do you. I that's great. That's so good. I mean, that's just kind of that's our motto in this house. You know, you do you. You do not have to do what anyone else wants you to do. Just you do you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have to say it to myself too. Because yeah, like you said, it's hard as an adult to say no. So I do want you to share um, your, well, your, I don't, do you call it a side business? Do you call it a small business? Do you call my, my makeup? Yes. I want you to share that because, you know, we're also women entrepreneurs on here. And I did want you to share <laughs> that way because I feel like it's starting to get big, bigger. Um, and I see it more and more now. I don't know if it's because yeah. I've said it out loud and like, I'm, I don't know how many times I've been to that uh, cart and I better do it tonight because I'm like, I hate makeup, <laughs> but it seems just so easy when you get on there and you're like, pow, 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 pow. And then it's like, oh, and I'm like, it's that easy. Is it really that easy? So- yeah, it really is. So I, I'm a saint artist for Saint Beauty. It's a makeup company. It's all cream-based makeup. Um, I really you guys, I'm not a makeup artist at all. I've never been super good at makeup, but I thought what a fun way to do something super girly, something just for me. Um, I thought it would be fun to have makeup parties with, um, girlfriends and just fun stuff to do with my kids. Um, so that's why I even also, because this makeup is so easy and I was kind of mad that I hadn't heard about it sooner. And I was like, how come no one told me? 
So that's why I signed up to be an artist because I was like, I'm going to share it and show these women how easy it can be to contour your face, which seems so horribly difficult in all other makeup schemes. But yeah, um, it's <laughs> <Yes>. so easy. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, I just don't even, you just like put it on and like it all blends all in and yeah. stuff. And you're just like, oh, wow. Like, I have makeup on, but it doesn't feel like I'm suffocating. It doesn't feel like my face is cracking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's really, I don't know. I would just call it, I just love sharing it. You know, I'm not, I'm super, I'm a horrible, I'm just not a pushy person. Again, you do you. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to share this makeup video because I love it. And maybe someone will see it. But, I definitely it's it's good stuff I like it and then you know I'm always like oh what if someone doesn't love it as much as I do but I you know it's it is what they it do is. them if people don't they like do it them. that's fine yeah. you do you do you so yeah. but yeah I do I do sell um saint makeup I have a link in my link tree but and it's it's super fun it was just it really was just something super girly um and something to do for myself to push to push me outside my comfort zone yeah. I'm always looking for <laughs> to do something a little that's bit so good just out of that's my so comfort good, zone so that's really how it all started and she does you do self-care Saturdays um I like I that. do I do a self a self-care tip Saturday. How do I word it? <laughs> yeah, self-care yes. tip Saturday, I yes. think. Um, I do. That's that's become a new a new thing this year that I was, you know, I'll try and do a self a self-care tip every Saturday. You know, it's so hard to like keep up with everything. Okay, I'll do motivation Monday or transformation Tuesday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's and like, there's uh, just so much. There's so much you can do. And so I'm just like, I'm gonna stick with self-care Saturday tips. Yeah. And do my street parking workouts. <laughs> yeah. I like that though. I like that you do self-care um, Saturday because everybody does Sunday. So I was like, oh, she's thinking outside the box. Um, yeah. And, and it's I just do. all different stuff. You yeah, never know. What I, I'm love gonna say. I love that. I love that. Um, is there anything else you want to share? I am going to put you on the spot. Um, if there is anything else, you could share it. But I am also going to ask you for a quote. Your some Ooh. quote that you want to end with. It could be multiple. It can be two, three. But I do that, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, why didn't you tell me ahead of time?" But I feel like that's just my thing now. Is like, put you on the spot. Do you have a favorite quote just to share? I feel like quotes yeah. that thing that I like to share quotes. So, I mean, I definitely have. Look at. Yeah, I'll have to. I'm going to, you're not going to see my face. Yeah, for a it's fine. <laughs> not that anyone else can see me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have, I mean, you know, we could probably talk forever. So I'll find just, I'll find you a quote. Yeah. If you have one can... or two, I know I was like, maybe I should start telling people in the beginning. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, no, I'll just keep it like this because it kind of puts everybody like in like not that they panic, but they're like, oh, like and then you're just flooded either with something or maybe you just need a second. But I feel like a lot of people like have a 
quote, maybe not memorized, but something that just, um, I don't know, they always um, look back on or something. No, I do. And I think, I feel like I, I told you this book, but Drops Like Star, drop Drops Like Stars by Rob Bell. Mm-hmm. It's just, this book probably saved my life. Um, when I was going through my divorce and re refining, refinding myself. Mm-hmm. And so I always go back to it. Um, I always go back to it because I just feel like it really did change my life. And um, I always recommend it for people when they're struggling or, you know, going through a hard time. So are you ready for my quote? Yes. Whenever you're ready. Okay. So in the end, every major disaster, every tiny error, every wrong turning, every fragmented of discarded clay, all the blood, sweat, and tears, everything has a meaning. I give it meaning. I reuse, reshape, recast all that goes wrong so that in the end, nothing is wasted and nothing is without significance and nothing ceases, ceases to be precious to me. Drops Like Stars by Rob Bell. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's just that quote will always live with me because at some point in life, everyone's going to go through something. Mm-hmm. And I just, to remember that it's going to be used for good and to hold on to hope yeah, keeps me going. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> well, is there anything else you would like to say? I mean, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> you do you, not, everybody. I, mean, not that I can think of, I guess. You do you, you do you, everyone. Just you do you. That's I might, I look, might I end did GHDs up... today. You do you, boo. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, but that's harder than toast to bar. Okay. <laughs> no, girl, not for me. Oh, for <laughs> I, I kid you not. My, and I was telling my husband this, and this will be the first time I announced this. I don't know if I want to talk about this, but um, my diastasis is getting worse. Mm-hmm. It's not getting better. So every time I do ab workouts now, I promise myself I'm not going to do them. So I do them like maybe once a month. I try it out. I test it. And uh, it just feels like I'm being stabbed to death. Like I can feel like my insides being like my abs being torn apart. And I've tried to do I've tried to do like the breathing and the movements on postpartum mamas and then um Brian, Brian, Brianna Battles, I've done her, like, I've done her program, um, but it's just, it's not going to be fixed. It's, it's, there's just so much in there that's wrong. And I had reached out to one of the um, CrossFit athletes, Michaela, who's now retired as a CrossFit competitor for teams. And she had, and then she had surgery like a year ago. And like, I reached out to her cause I was like, okay, her loose skin def- like was a part of her like I don't know like she's like that's how she like part of her identity and I was like that's what I feel like mine is so if I lose that I lose my identity and I lose who I am and what like I'm promoting like self-love and acceptance she's like but it's causing you pain uh, it's not the same anymore you're now now it's a medical issue 
Um, and she goes, but you need to see it that your body's constantly evolving. It's just another form mm-hmm. of, you know, of evolving. And I was like, it's wow. part of your journey. Yeah. And I was like, so like, we've been looking into it, but I just don't like going under the knife. And um, just the thought of being like open and like sewed back together. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, yeah. it's going to be yeah. a long, long process of getting back to where I am at in the physical form. So like, that's like something I really have to think about. But I got to do not me. That it's, not that it's the same, but C-section moment here. So yeah. I know what it's like oh, to be just... cut open and sewed back up. So you call me if you need some help. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, uh. but like I, now I'm like, okay, first of all, I have, I probably have to name this podcast episode. You do you, but yeah, I'm just like, the more I hear that, I'm like, Love maybe it. I have to do me because yeah. feel like, I, I don't know. It's like identity crisis over here. I'm like, no, I can't lose it. But it's still just another form, another chapter. We're evolving, ladies and gentlemen. So, but who knows? I think I just look down like, oh, I can't lose this. (laughs) But it does. It's it's painful. And I was getting to, because you said GHD, but I cannot do GHDs anymore. It's just too much pain. I cone so bad. So, so bad. So. I mean, that makes sense. Just being a mom is hard. <laughs> Our body goes through a lot of changes. It goes through a lot. So, it goes yeah. through a lot. Yeah, it does. Well, um, if there's nothing else, I do want to tell you guys where to find uh Shelly. She is on IG. You can find her at Fit Mama. Fit Mama, right? To strong girls. Yeah. Yes. Fit Mama to Strong Girls. And then um, you can add her for all your driven needs. <laughs> driven um, and really inspirational because of her quotes and then her stories. Um, but yeah, I just feel like she's somebody really like if I'm just like, oh, my life. And then I head to your stories and I could you know, I get to read whatever you post that day. And a lot of the times it's like, oh, I needed that. Um, or I love that and how you break it down and what your view is on it. I love that you do that too. Um, cause everybody takes away from it different. Um, and so, yeah, but you guys can find her on Instagram. Um, she is a street Parker. So if you're a street Parker listening to this, you better give her a follow if you don't already. Um, <laughs> not that I'm pushing you too, but <laughs> oh, do it now. Do it. Forget that we said you do you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's what we do in this community, okay? In our com- um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I very thankful you said yes, and I am just it's an honor to have you on. It's an honor to you know privilege to be in your life. And yeah, I'm just, I appreciate you and just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Cause I promise you, you're inspiring many and, um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. So before I let you guys go and talk to Shelly for a moment, I want to drop you guys some discount codes, but first 
in the beginning of the podcast episode, I was trying to wrap my head around the fact that we're 20 episodes in. So I'm like, kind of like brain fart. I was just like, ah, I can't believe it. But we are 20 episodes in and I'm very, very thankful for each one of you that you're taking the time out of your day to listen because really you're giving me your time and that's something that you cannot get back. So uh, like I always say on every episode now, I kind of just throw it in there, but time is something, it's the greatest gift human beings can give one another. Um, And I really, really, truly believe that. But we're almost at 5,000 listens. We're 20 episodes in and it's just amazing to me that it's like all these stories are being told and you guys are taking the time to listen because it's not just mine it's many so i appreciate you guys for that i'm so thankful for you guys Um, i love you guys so much so thank you for just uh, being a part of this journey being a part of the self-love effect and just tuning in each week and um just being inspired or you know um adding this to your self-love journey. So I thank you guys. I love you guys. Um, and let me drop you some discount codes, head over to born primitive. They do, they just dropped a new line uh, this week. And also they do have their spring collection. They will be restocking. Hopefully fingers crossed come June on the spring collection. So if you haven't already head over to born primitive, you could follow the direct link in the synopsis. Um, the discount code will be applied directly at checkout now instead of giving you guys an official one it's an official link um no longer an actual discount code um then maven threads a new one i love headbands when i work out because i sweat horrifically i do 10 air squats for warming up and i'm already drenched it's really sad (laughs) so i don't wear bold pants um but anyway head over to maven threads use um, discount code self love effect at checkout. Also save your hands, stop tearing. Um, I love this company. I love wad and done best grips. I have personally used, um, you can head over and use discount code treasures 10. I can, I'm sorry. I need water. I mean, like ah, treasures 10 at discount at check out. <laughs> and then last but not least, um, you can head over to Goalie, get yourself some apple cider vinegar gummies. If you don't like the taste of apple cider, save that checkout using at Lincoln's underscore treasures and um, give a big shout out and follow to the UR Brute Force community. And also because we have a Street Parker as our special guest today, uh, head on over, check out Street Parking, give them a follow for all your inspirational needs as well. <laughs> really just a community of like-minded people and just people regular people like you and i um but doing the thing every single day and just being motivated driven disciplined consistent um so yeah i thank you guys thank you so much uh thank you again shelly for being a part of the self-love effect i love you guys i would talk to you guys soon bye